0: loses an hour, and the other one is when it falls backward, and I've yet to figure that out, but today I believe there's somebody that's hungry for what God wants to do in their life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Deuteronomy 28. Thank you to the praise team for Following the leading of the Spirit of the Lord, and a song. I, I don't know if it fits with what I preach. You may want to bring that back at the altar. We'll see. We'll see. It's good to have all of our guests today. Thank you for being here, life with us. And we're excited. To, Sister Fowler's working on a video, so if you got a little note, make sure and. Uh, See her as she's trying to do that and needs some help. Two weeks from now, two weeks from now, we will have our first 9.30 service.
1: Two
0: two weeks from now, we will have two services on Sunday. 9.30 and the service you're currently in at 11 o'clock. And... uh, you look around we need some space so our best way to make space while we're uh, getting ready to build a new church is to have two services so let's let's walk by faith and open up doors and open up more places for people to come worship God. Amen. God is good. God is good. Anybody know what month it is at life? where are you fifth month? Stronger together. There's some missing pieces. Are you the missing piece? Deuteronomy 28, if you would, turn with me. Deuteronomy 28, verse 7. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee. To be smitten before thy face. And they shall come out against thee one way, and flee from before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee. If you can trim me down just a little bit, occasion. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. And in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all these promises, but then... It doesn't leave out that if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in His ways. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. Does anybody know that name? And they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground, anybody getting this? And in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, and the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, there it is again, which I command me this day observe and to do them the Lord emphasizes in his word twice he's uh, he's promising he's laying out future he is giving prophecy and he is speaking to to Israel's future but also I believe to our future but in there he emphasizes twice which he means what he says And he emphasizes, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord. And I want to preach for a few minutes if I could. I felt this yesterday. What your enemy doesn't want you to know. What your enemy doesn't want you to know. Brother Munden, would you lead us in prayer? of flesh that beats the blood that runs from Calvary, Lord, to today.
2: We thank you, we praise you, we plead your blood, Lord, and we ask, Lord, that you would give Pastor the absolute liberty to minister unto yes. our souls yes. In
1: Jesus' name. And the congregation said, Ager. Amen. <laughs>
0: Care to make me a, a drink out of the coffee shop. Isn't that cool? Well, you probably can't see the little life logo. in that meet, we've got a, a new espresso maker. And you, you gotta understand I joke sometimes, and I don't mean to, but it, it's it's just part of who I am. And and I was cut I, I don't do much caffeine anymore. And I, I, so I was cutting up with her and I told her what I want is that I want to a latte. She says one or two shots. And I said, we we'll probably better stick to one. And, and, and then a few minutes later, I was like, why don't you just give me three shots in no the middle, you know, just a little sugar in there. It'll be good. And I, I was cutting up. A few minutes later, I had three shots sitting in front of me and I, and I just out. I said, hold hey, on, I was not being serious. But our coffee shop has the espresso maker. Uh, Syrups, all that kind of stuff. So, so come early and get a coffee. And uh, She's going to be open during our uh, second, first and second service before both of those. And uh, if you are interested in helping and you've got some experience or you want some experience, please see Sister Karen. Amen. I'm talking today, uh, the Deuteronomy Scripture is very powerful. And what I feel led to talk to you about is when you're in, what your enemy doesn't want you to know. What your enemy doesn't want you to know. Amen. Luke 22, the Lord speaking to Simon Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not, And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So what Jesus is telling Peter here, first of all, is there is a target on your back. Can I say that's not just to Peter, but that's to anyone in here today that's trying to live for God, that has a desire to live for God. There is a target on your back. Oh, hallelujah. And Satan wants to destroy you. Not fast. He doesn't want to just instantly do it. But here Jesus tells Peter he wants to sift you. as we slowly wants to erode your faith and grind you down and wear you down, the enemy wants to prevent you and hinder you and ultimately destroy you. How will he do this? He will have who you thought were your friends talk about you. He will have your co-workers criticize you. He will have someone in your life most likely offend you because he will Destroy you. He wants you to get nothing and go nowhere in God's kingdom, and walk on a spiritual treadmill, living your life in frustration, dwelling on doubt, abiding in paranoia, cohabitating with fear, settling for less than the promises that God has for your life. Okay. 7 and 25 that the prophet told us and he shall speak great words speaking about the enemy against the most high and he shall wear out the saints of the most high and think to change times he just did that the prophet saying that there would be a time that the devil would wear out the saints of God one thing after another one bill after another one diagnosis after another one law borrowing and to try to keep your head above water and before then you're working more hours and you're not making any more money and you're coming home upset, anxious, depressed, on the edge, feeling like there's no way out of the mess that your life feels like it is in. The devil wants to wear you out. Somebody look at the point to yourself and say, he wants to wear me out. Then after that, he has sifted you slowly and violently shaking you, trying to wear you down where I used to work, I worked in a flour mill and we sifted a lot of flour and they would go through these big, humongous boxes that would shake. And I would clean those boxes because flour would shake all over the place. And I was a sweeper back then and I'd sweep all that flour up and the the, 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 the shaker shook. And, and then you'd go down to another floor and there were these things called the agitators. And, and, and can I tell you, he wants to sift you. He wants you agitated. And after He has warned you out, the next Isaiah 59 tells us, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and His glory from the rising of the sun and when the enemy shall come in like a flood. After he sifts you, and after he shakes you, and after he agitates you, the enemy then will come in like a flood into your life. He wants to sift you like he's never sifted you before He, because he desires to have you. And he covets wearing you out, and he prays sending a flood into your life when you least expect it. Why? Why? Why me? Why you? Because he is afraid. Because he is afraid. He's afraid of you. He's afraid of Christ in you. The hope of glory. He's afraid of the fact that he knows God has plans for your life. Did you hear what I said? God has plans for your life. The devil can tell. He already knows. He sees something inside of you. He can tell when God starts working with you. He takes notice. He he, he has his familiar spirit spying on you because he's afraid of you. He And then when you think you've been shaken all you can be shaken, He sends a flood into your life. He will use diversions of distraction. He will flood you with fearful emotions. He will try to drown you in hopeless thoughts, attempting to steal your dream and blind your vision. But can I tell you this morning, God has a plan for your life. I said God has a plan for your lives. Notice what Jesus told Peter. He said he told him. He said the enemy, that de- Satan, had desired to have you and to sift you as wheat. And I know that doesn't make anybody feel good. It, it wants to set that fear in. And why does he want to have it? Can you imagine the Apostle Peter and Jesus, God in humanity's flesh, there talking to him and speaking to him and saying, Peter, Satan had desired to have you to sift you as wheat. That had to put something in Peter. Peter, what, what am I going to do now? And, and then he goes on though, no, and he says, but I have prayed for thee, that thy faith failed not, and that when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. So when the intimate does come into your life like a flood, and it it's going not, when will it happen? It is going to happen if you live this life long enough, it's going to come in like that flood. But you is afraid this morning that that you get the revelation of who God is that that just makes him tremble I want you to imagine the the devil that many have been afraid of and and, and the things that he said that have made you run and, and the things that he's done that have made you fear I want you to understand that because you're here this morning he is trembling he's afraid that When you walk in here and and he's got somebody all bound in fear and all all, all, all chained up and shackled up, and they start talking about overcomer, all of a sudden, every imp in hell takes note. Every familiar spirit that's been tracking your life suddenly thinks, Oh no, I thought we were safe with those generational curses. I, I thought we had things that we've had their families bound up in for generations but but now there Somebody's going to come in here. Come here, Sister Joy. Just, I want you just to. Two by two here. I just want you to shout. No, no bigger than a two by two. Just, just shout. <laughs> the enemy's afraid. You're going to come sit right here. Everybody. All, Everybody. all Everybody. kinds Everybody. of credit card oh. debt, up, having to work two jobs hopeless, through a divorce, maybe you're
1: in disarray, things aren't going well, got all kinds of diagnosis,
0: and, and, and suddenly, when everybody kind of starts standing up, you stand up, and, and then you kind of sink with what she's doing, and, and all of a sudden, you're like, hmm, something feels right about that. I, I know maybe I haven't done that before, but man, i Anybody know what I'm talking about? I kind of feel something. You ever feel something? You ever feel something and you just wanted to sync up with what you feel? And I I remember walking into an apostolic church, and I had never been in a church like that. And and I was all bound up in fear and all bound up in all kinds of things. And and they started shouting. And when they started shouting, at first I was like, oh man, this I feel something in here. And then the enemy just got fear all over me. The devil's afraid you're going to feel the Holy Ghost today. And that is absolutely treacherous to him. Why is it treacherous to him? Because he knows with God all things are possible. And that means you find God in here means all things are possible for you. Anything and everything, behold, becomes a possibility. Oh, hallelujah. And what happens is depression has to, while, while this is going on, I'm more than a conqueror. Just, just it. Pop those words up there for me. The joy of the Lord is my strength.
2: And young. i I'm being washed in the blood. And by his blood. blood, I'm filled with the Spirit by Y'all do that. Y'all be the choir for a second. I'm free. Yes, Jesus gave me the
0: victory and, 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 and while, while that, y'all keep doing that.
1: Overcome. Oh,
0: oh, and, 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 and while that's going on, depression starts to look for a suitcase. It wants to hide in there so it can leave. Anxiety, it, it, it grabs it grabs in its backpack and cancer
1: scurries. It's like, I, I got to get out of here. I, I'm going to be in trouble in just a few
0: minutes. And tumors start to shrivel up in fear because
1: Yes, Lord. Oh, you be
0: praised, Lord. Hey, I'm preaching, but if you feel the Holy Ghost any time in this, if you feel God's tugging on your heart or drawing you and, and, and you want to run to the altar, you will not be out of order. Others will run with you. If you find yourself in here and you just... And if you just want to praise God, if you just want to stand and lift, you go ahead and stand and lift your hand, no matter if I preaching or not. If you've got a child inside of you, if you just want to, want to praise God, you go ahead and praise God. What well, your enemy does not want you to know, there are things that the enemy of your life keeps hidden from you. Because if you know them, he's in trouble. And the first one is your future. He, he has a glimpse of your future. Hey, God ultimately controls your future, but He can sense when there's an anointing. He, he knows when there's angelic activity. He knows when God's presence is and has been around someone. He, he, he's not a dumb devil. And and, and so what he wants to do is he wants to keep the dream that God has, not necessarily the one that I've got or you've got. Sometimes we get that stuff from, from... uh, social media and television and all that. But the dream that God has for your life that you've been searching for. You know, we, we have all kinds of ideas. And I remember when I was a teenager, I, I wanted to be a, a plumber, and I wanted to be an electrician, and I wanted to work on computers. And, and and I had all this variety. When it was time to go to college, and and I could not find what I wanted to do. It was just all dreams out there. But God, what He does is He has a purpose for you. Yeah. And he condenses all that cloudiness and he brings it to clarity. And and, and so what the enemy wants to keep from you is the fact that God has a dream for your life and that there is a vision for you and a purpose for you. And and, and what the devil wants to do is he wants you to keep from thinking. he, He wants you to think that is impossible. He wants you to think that will never happen. Because if he if it does happen, He knows it's going to mess up the plans that He has for your life. And, 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 and that there's going to be times He's no longer going to be able to sift you like He was going to sift you because you found yourself converted, what the Bible says. Born again of the water and the Spirit, living free in victory in the Spirit of God. And, 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 and what the enemy does not want you to know is that God has a plan for you. Jeremiah 29 and 11, the NIV. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The enemy wants God's plans hidden from you. He desires to keep them from you and that's why he attacked Peter and he saw the plans of God upon Peter's life. He knew God was moving in Peter's life. He, he had, he had to have some kind of idea that the prophecy Paul Peter uh, would prevail and that Peter had these keys and Peter was going to do all these things. And and, and so Peter suddenly had a target on his back because of what Peter was called to do in the dream that the devil could tell. He didn't have all the details, but he could tell there's something Plan makes you valuable. Makes you valuable. But it makes you a target. It makes you valuable, but it makes you a target. But you can't be afraid of being a target of the devil. You can't be afraid of your gifts. Same A different translation. Amplified version of the earlier Scripture. So they will fear the name of the Lord from the west and His glory from the rising of the sun for His will come in like a narrow rushing stream when the enemy comes in like a flood. It says, which the breath of the Lord drives, overwhelming the enemy. Whatever the devil sends towards you, God is already... All He's got to do is speak to Him. His breath will just overwhelm the enemy. What the enemy does not want you to know this morning. What the enemy does not want you to know. I'm going to tell you the next thing is He does not want you to know your worth. He wants to keep you fledgling in low self-worth. So you think you are not valuable to God or the kingdom of God or the church. And this is so in turn, you will compromise if he can convince you of this no self-worth. He, the enemy, tries to convince you that you are awkward. He tries to convince you, the enemy, that you will be unaccepted. The enemy tries to convince you that you will be unappreciated. And the enemy will magnify your issues and minimize your worth. That's his investigation strategy in your life. And you have to realize and understand that God has a plan for you and that you are valuable to God and that you are a treasure to the to the most high God. But the problem is is the enemy tries to convince you you're unaccepted. You're awkward. He uses past abuse to continue to tear you down. He brings those things back up. He takes verbal insults and convinces you to not make spiritual strides. He allows others to belittle you, to convince you you can't do what God said you can. And then ultimately He will use in many lives sexual abuse to continuously keep someone feeling unaccepted, awkward, and unappreciated when you are a treasure from the Most High God. You are a prince and a princess. It doesn't matter who abused you or who mistreated you. It doesn't matter. They can't keep you bound in the chains that the enemy wants to keep you in. God has a plan for your life, and that plan is, He wants to diminish your self-worth. It's a great investment strategy. Make somebody's stocks sink so they'll sell out and I can buy them all and then they'll go back up. You are worthy. You are valuable. God does want to use you. God does love you. He does care for you. I'm sorry that that happened to you, whatever that was. But that cannot prevent you from doing everything that God calls you to do. That can't prevent you from becoming everything God has meant for you to become. That, That can't keep you. That can't keep you stuck because something happened to you But God wants to heal you this morning. To keep you with the victim mindset, right, right. you got to break out of that. It's so easy. It's so easy to kind of get deliverance from that victim mindset. But when you need to use it to revert back to it because you've lived in it so long, I understand it. But the enemy—that's where he wants to keep you, because he doesn't real—he doesn't want you to realize. The enemy doesn't want you to realize that with the blood of Jesus. You are a champion. You are not a victim. You are a champion. You are not a victim. You are an overcomer. You are not a victim. You are a prince and a princess in the kingdom of God. You are a child of the Most High God. The kingdom. God has a ministry purpose in your life. God has a ministry purpose in your life. The devil was live that you told you you weren't worthy. Well, you committed this sin in 1998. And in 2005, you committed it again. In 2012, you committed it again. In 2018, you committed it again. In 2019, you committed it again. In 2020, you committed it again. And 2021, you committed it 45 times. And so obviously, you're not worthy. That's a lie from the enemy the love of Jesus. Oh, of Jesus. There was a multitude of sins who wants to wash those sins away. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal
1: priesthood. <laughs> a holy nation.
0: Yeah. Right, a your people. That you should show forth the praises of Him who's called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light. Anybody got a praise? Anybody got a praise? Can anybody put a praise on that? Can anybody put a praise on that? This is scripture It says, who you are, you shall report the praises of him. It calls you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And verse 10 goes, goes more further for me. I don't know about you. Did you ever feel like you didn't belong? Did you ever find yourself in a group and you felt like you didn't fit? You know, you walk into school, I'm going way back, I know. But, but when you walked in and you felt so awkward, and, and, and you, it's, just, it, it's just a bad deal, it's traumatizing. Anybody excited to go back to school? I mean, I know there's some that are, but I'm just telling you the mindset. And, 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 and with that mindset, We've got to realize sometimes we maybe we were not a people. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you didn't feel like you were important. How about that? You didn't feel like you fit. You didn't feel like you belonged. Which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God. Which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. I see some puzzle pieces that you don't see. Maybe you do. On the red. Some of it has your face on it. I'm not talking about just life in the local church. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. I'm talking about what God... Maybe you live in Texas and you're here visiting God's you're still at peace. God's want to do a work in you where you are, through you, in you, in your life. And what the enemy doesn't want you to know. What the enemy doesn't want you to know. He doesn't want you to know your strategic importance in the kingdom of God. He does not want you to know your strategic importance in the kingdom of God. What do you mean, Pastor? I, I, I mean, if you look, I, I'll just throw this out there. Football. Have you ever seen those coaches with a piece of whiteboard or a whiteboard, and they're drawing X's and O's, and this is what we're going to do? Or maybe they got a playbook and they lay it out, and and this one's going to do this, and and you know you got this, you got this great quarterback back there, and you got this awesome wide receiver and this tremendous tight end, and all of a sudden the coach says, you know what? We're not going to throw it to him. Let's throw it to this one who's not being covered, who nobody is around, who, who who probably is so scared when that ball gets thrown to them that sh- their hands are just shaking as that thing's coming. But they're out there in the free, open field. Can I tell you, that's what God is wanting to do in the Spirit in your life. You're part of His plan. You're part of His blueprint. You're part... Uh, of what He has drawn up in 2023 and in this life. And and you feel unworthy and you feel untalented and you feel unskilled and, and you're like, I can't do this or I can't do that. But God is saying, I designed you and I gave you the talents that I gave you. No, maybe I don't want you to do what everybody else is doing, but perhaps I've got a purpose that they don't have and that's what I've placed in you because I made each and every one of you in my image the Lord says and that means that there's something that you need to do and and better and, 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 And we all always say well if I don't do it somebody else will but that's not God's strategy that's not his plan his plan if he calls you to do it is to bring you to it. And if you don't know what you're doing, guess what? He'll surround you with people that will help you learn what you're doing. And He'll take you to where He's going to take you. And He will bless you. And He will guide you. And He will lead you. And He's going to see you through. And when the enemy does come in like a flood, and we want to be afraid because that's just what we've known, the Spirit of the Lord raises a standard up against Him. and, And it's on him, it steps on him, it pushes him the other way, it overwhelms him. And that's why the enemy doesn't want you to know this. He wants you to keep thinking you don't count. He wants you to keep thinking you don't matter. He wants you to dwell under under the tent. Of uh, 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 I'm, I'm an outcaster. I don't belong, or I don't fit, and, and you don't know me. And you don't know what I've been through, and you don't know the things that have happened to me, and you don't know the times I've failed and how many times I've failed. And uh, I guess what we all have, right. <laughs> God has something for you this morning. No, I heard a But the enemy doesn't want you to know. The enemy doesn't want you to know the favor that you have. He doesn't want you to know the favor that you have. People will get mad at you when you start walking in the commandments of God because of the favor of God. That is upon your life. People in the world, people living in sin, living out there, how they're gonna wonder what, what is happening to him? What is happening to her? Why is it why is it they seem special? Why did they get that promotion? Why did they get that raise? I wanted that raise. Well, the angel of the Lord did a real good job of whispering to their management of uh, Of what they had a dream last night. They don't know why they had this dream, but they all of a sudden promoted this lady from out of nowhere. I don't know why I just still do that. I'll tell you why. Favor. Favor. The enemy doesn't want you to know the favor you have. Deuteronomy 28, this is the Lord speaking to Israel. He says, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. If you've been afraid of the devil, you need to put this on your refrigerator. And and then you need to write the next part and put it on your mirror. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Can you see that? they come in to attack you and then all of a sudden they're going seven different directions. The Lord shall command a blessing upon thy storehouses and in all that thou thine thy ooh, all that thou settest thy hand to do. It doesn't say you're just going to sit in your recliner with your remote control and he's going to set a money tree beside your chair. That When you need to go to the grocery store will little money and pull out a few dollars. No, it doesn't say that. It says he's going to command the blessing upon your storehouses and what you set your hand to do. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. God's going to give me and, and the Lord shall establish thee a holy people. It, it goes on, and all the earth shall see that thou art called by the, it paper, by the name of the Lord. Oh, she's one of those, or he's one of those. Oh, why is it that they always get... And they shall be afraid of thee. Because they know they don't have it. And you do. It goes on. Verse 12. The Lord shall open his good treasure. And heaven gives rain. To bless the work of thy hand. There it is again. And thou shalt lend money. And wouldn't it be nice to have enough to lend? And thou shalt not borrow. Mm and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the... Anybody ever felt like you were just traditionally the tail? I'm just being honest. I mean... You ever get picked at football last? And for the guys, ladies, please forgive me. There's a girl out there and they kick the girl before you? Y'all forgive me. I'd be better than me, right? Amen. That was such a horn out there. i the field. <laughs> a bit like the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. beneath. God does not have a plan for you to be beneath. He has a plan for you to be above. He does not have a plan for you to be the tail. He has a plan for you to be the head. He doesn't want you to be below. He wants you to be above. If, if, if that thou harkest unto the commandments of the Lord. What the enemy doesn't want you to know. What the enemy doesn't want you to know. He keeps us solely short term oriented. He's a devil of debt. He he does want you to charge it. He does want you to microwave it. He does want you to invest in the next, the enemy. Get rich quick scheme. Money for nothing dreaming. So you don't sow into your distant future. I'm not talking about your retirement. The enemy will get you all consumed in that too. I'm not saying don't invest for that day. But I am saying you better make sure you invest for eternity because eternity is a lot of Sometimes we don't realize how close to eternity we are. But if we reside in his plan and desire to live in his will and forsake sin and evil, then it doesn't matter when he comes back. Because trust me, heaven is going to be a whole lot better than this earth ever thought it would be. Heaven's going Peter says it like this 3 and 13. Nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. I can't wait until that day. Yeah. This is Christy, you want to Go ahead and start giving me some music and get me build out of here. Revelation 21. I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The enemy wants you to think this life is it. It's all nothing else. Go, you better, you better live this life to its fullest because there's nothing else. That's what the enemy wants you to think. There's no eternity the enemy wants you to think. And and a big doctrine the enemy's putting forth now is there is no hell. That's, That's a big thing. There is no hell is what the enemy says. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. He wants you to believe there's no penalty for sin and sin's lifestyles. Revelation 20, though, gives the devil a word of his future. And he does want to take as many as he can with him. And the devil that deceived them was cast in the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, whose face was on the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead small and great stand before God. And the books were opened and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. If you go to the next chapter, chapter 21 of Revelations, I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. They shall be my people, or His people. And then verse 4 says, And God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. Here, God's going to heal you here, I believe. But when you get there, He's gonna wipe the tears from your eyes. And he says there's gonna be no more death. There's gonna be no sorrow, no crying, no brokenheartedness, things that make you cry. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And He that sat on the throne and said, Behold, I make all things new. That includes me. That includes me. i make all things new. And He said unto me, write for these words are true and faithful. And He said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto Him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. The devil wants, doesn't want you to see this. The devil doesn't want you to see this and he wants to keep you from this because He wants you to think that your only hope is in this world down here. But guess what? There is more than what we see. There is more than what meets the eye. Verse 7 says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be His God, and He shall be my Son. I will be His God, and He shall be my Son. Is there any believers in here today? Is there anybody right now that you have faith? If you're willing disturb you want to discover your faith? Is anybody in here tired of the lies of the devil that you're unworthy, that you don't count, and that you don't matter and, and, and all? I'm here to tell you, would you stand with me today? And, and would you tell the devil he's a liar? And, and lift your hands toward Jesus in this place and ask the Lord of glory to coming into your life right now To coming to this church for His Spirit to move. And if there's somebody that's been hurting and wounded and looking, there's an open altar right now. If there's someone struggling this morning with no self-worth you should already be at this altar. It's a lie from the enemy. It, he, he doesn't want you to know how much you are worth. How valuable you are in his kingdom would you come would you come is there someone here today you been put down all your life you struggled you don't think that you can do anything and God's telling you you can do all things you don't think you can do anything and God's telling you you can do all the things. See, they're already coming. God's doing work right now. The Holy Ghost is here. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. God's moving right now. Why don't you just go ahead and, and let go of where you're at and walk into your new promise. It's in this altar. I believe God is willing to do a work in some of you in this place right now. The presence of God is here. The anointing of God is here. Nobody's going to shake you or make you fall or anything like that. They're just going to kindly lay a hand on you and pray for you. Would you come this morning? God's going to touch your life. The Holy Ghost is in this place. The devil wants to keep you from that. But you've got your mind made up this morning. I want to do what God's called me to do. I'm tired of living where I used to live. I'm tired of being what I'm not supposed to be. I'm tired of living below the expectations of my Savior and Redeemer, but I know that God has called me and I can walk in authority and victory and healing in the name of Jesus. Is there anyone else that would come this morning? God's tugging, reaching, pulling on you. You came in here without hope, but now God has given you hope. You need to come up here to the altar and thank Him for that hope that He's already given you. Is there somebody in here right now that God has just been touching your life and doing a work in your life and you haven't understood it and He's been all around you and surrounded you? And now you feel Him like you've never felt Him. Would you come. The Holy Ghost is here. There's an anointing that's falling in this place. Miracles are about to take place this morning in here. Is there somebody that you need a healing in your body? And the devil has told you you can't have that healing when you come. There's oil
1: will anoint you and pray the prayer of faith. And God will heal you in the name of Jesus.
0: Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's lift Him up right now. God, I worship you. God, I thank you. Oh, I praise you. Go ahead and lift up his voice. Go ahead and lift up his name. Lift up your voice and give him praise. Go ahead and magnify him right now. Oh, just close your eyes and lift your hand, Lord. Fill me with your presence. God, let your spirit move in my life. God, I want everything you've designed and called for me to be a good Lord. I'm tired of living and. Beneath the privileges that you called me into, I'm tired of living with less than, I'm tired, God, of being in the jail, I'm tired of being beneath, God, and you called me to be above. lover in this hour. Is there somebody that God is speaking
2: to your life right now? The Lord is going to do a miracle in you. God is going to do something mighty and something powerful inside you right now. I'm kept by His love I'm filled with the Spirit By His stripes I'm healed I'm free Yes, Jesus gave me the victory Overcomer I'm an overcomer That's it Yes, yes,
0: saw the Lord this morning perhaps been filled with God's Spirit or touched. If God has touched your life, don't ever let it go. And there is more. There is more. Paul came across a group of believers in Acts 19. He says he found certain disciples and he asked them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? They had not heard about the Holy Ghost. Sometimes in life we're believers, but we haven't heard about the Holy
1: Ghost.
0: And then Paul said, John baptized with repentance, which is saying unto them, Believe on him which should come after him on Christ Jesus. It says when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So they were baptized in water in Jesus' name. And then when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. All the men were about twelve. God wants us to continue in this journey that He has begun in our life. Continue to pray about your journey and all of the things God wants to do in you. Isn't this beautiful in the presence of God's Spirit?
2: Oh, hallelujah. Let's lift up our hands one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our
0: ushers and hostesses will be uh, ready to receive an offering. Those that are praying, continue to pray. Uh, I do want to mention Monday at 9.30 at the James Brown Park is a scavenger hunt for
1: Mommy
0: and me. Mommy and me scavenger hunt. We also do Saturday, have our food ministry prayer at 8 and our foster care and hope getaway at 9. And then remember, two weeks, we will start two services. And next Sunday morning, get here early and get your latte or your white chocolate mocha or whatever it is you
1: desire. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you.